Yo, what up? This is Sean Winchester. I've played in bands like Everclear, Buckcherry, Bow Wow Wow, and uh, so on and so on. And you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. You are now listening to the best show in the universe. The Anthony Rogers Show. You probably wish that this was your show, but it's not. It's The Anthony Rogers Show. Tell all of your friends to listen to this show. My High is an innovative water-soluble THC product served in a pre-portioned stir stick that transfers any beverage hot or cold into a delicious high tail. It is clean, energetic, uh, consistent, perfect entry-level product for any kind of consumer that wants to try cannabis. Uh, you're not smoking it, so it's more healthy. Um, it's also on PineappleExpress.com where you can get you can sample of these for um, one cent in legal markets in California. Um I check them out. They have coffee ones. They have THC ones. They, they're, they're badass. This episode is brought to you by Pure Fire Tonic. Pure Fire Tonic hot sauce is the most nutrient-dense hot sauce in the world. Made from complete, unfiltered, original fire tonic recipe. A delicious whole food blend of 20 organic ingredients to special hot sauce. It's a rich, robust flavor. The everyday nourishing hot sauce. So go to purefiretonic.com, link in the description, and get some. Welcome back to the greatest show in the entire universe. Um, so, yeah, we have a huge guest. I've uh, been in many of bands um, that you've probably heard of and uh, hate, hate or love, both probably. <laughs> uh, Sean Winchester, how are you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Good, good. Let's go through a couple of the bands you're in for, like people like just now here coming across this podcast or whatever for whatever reason. Like, uh, you play drums for Everclear, Bunk Cherry, Smash Mouth, Bow Wow Wow. There's like huge bands. Like that's crazy. Uh, yeah, and I love how you said like you know you either love or hate both. Like you know <laughs> you either love or hate them because that's pretty much like you know you're drawing the line in the sand for for them. I, I think Everclear would probably be the one that's like the most like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you, you could do that to that band, you know. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know them. That's cool. That's cool. But like, yeah, when you got like Buck Cherry and Smash Mouth, it's just like oh dude, that band is fucking weak. Or like, or you love them. Or there's no like in between. There's no like gray area on those bands. Like I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, uh, I, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm really okay with that because I mean it's it's my fucking job, you know, like, it's just, it's my job. So like, I, I just get to kind of chill while, you know, the, the real rock stars are out there like wearing that shit on their chest. And like, you know, they got to take the full brunt of all the hate, you know? I, I think like, it's just good marketing. Even, even being hated is good marketing. Like people, people will be like, Oh, I hate this successful person or something. It's just like, I don't know. It's still good marketing. Like, I, I personally think like uh, like Smash Mouth kicks ass. Like I I don't give a fuck what people say. Like, it's, like people hate that band so much. I think that band kicks ass. Honestly, man. Like, oh man, well like, fuck, I, like you know I I I will admit that like I didn't give them too much of a thought before having to dive into their catalog and like learn a bunch of tunes. And then all of a sudden I'm like I'm like oh man, do I like them? I'm like I think I like them. And then when I got to hang out with them. And like play shows with them. I'm like, oh, dude, I really like them. Like they're just like the dopest, like NorCal, like surfer dude, like laid back, like real guys. And like they're sweethearts, you know, they really are. Um, so I, I'm happy with that. 
No, it's crazy. They're like they write really catchy fucking music, and I think like it's fun. I think it's fun to shit talk stuff, honestly. Like like I would make fun of Smash Mouth, but I still listen to them. You know what I mean? It's, 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 I like Walking the Stone was a great album. Like fucking like that was. I mean, they had some fucking like um I don't know, interesting shit, man. Like honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like to uh, no matter what I listen to, no matter how much I love anything, I will come up with the the shittiest version of their lyrics as possible. Like I'll just sit there and I'll go, <laughs> "Blade is kind of gonna under gun." And the planet, you know, like, and just like be a dickhead because if you take yourself too seriously, then you're an asshole, you know. That's true. So, uh, you, you were playing drums young. Like, how, how old were you when you were playing drums, I guess? Like, when you started, I guess? Um, when, okay, so like, I had a brief stint in fourth grade as a snare drummer, and I really loved it. But being a psycho ADHD kid, I, um, just kind of fell away from it and then got back into it uh around high school um that's when i got my first drum set after being like in so much trouble that my parents didn't know what to do with me kind of kind of vibes that makes a lot of sense actually it's fucking see that from your like, energy it's funny it makes a lot of sense like yeah yeah it's it's not like i was a bad like it's not like i was me a mean kid i just really like you couldn't rein me in at, like unless i was doing something like playing the drums you know i i just couldn't stand school and i and i couldn't stand authority a lot of the time so uh i, I just needed to get in trouble yeah that's interesting man like that's great that's a long time to play drums so you're just like you're just talented you try out for all these bands like you're just like better than like a lot of people trying out you've been playing forever probably it makes sense like get a lot of time in and stuff you play like um, a lot. I'm, you, I feel like you've accomplished like seven dreams or something. You know, like a lot of people are like, man, I want to play for like one band or or this band to open for me. Like, even they have like all these like everyone in bands have like all, all these kind of like interesting like things. I think you've accomplished like a lot of them, man. Honestly, like a lot of those bands are huge. Man. Like, yeah, like it, it's it's really strange. I um man, I mean like, you know, I I I never thought in my wildest dreams that I'd get to travel the world like with one band, let alone uh, three or four bands like getting to getting to see some places that like because i didn't come from money like at all i i was raised in a in a suburban town but like my parents didn't have any money and i didn't have any connections in the music industry and i didn't know anybody and so uh at this point in the game uh it, it's it's really uh you know, nutty to, to, to think about that. I, I really appreciate you actually kind of like laying it out for me like that. Cause a lot of the times I'm so in my own head and I'm so hard on myself that like, I don't give myself a chance to be happy about it, you know, to be honest with you. Um, so I, 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 you know, thanks man. <laughs> well, I think that's how a lot of people get there is like they, they uh, criticize themselves a lot and just keep going. Like if you, if you feel like you made it, you'll never keep going, you know, but you do have to celebrate yeah. sometimes. It sounds like, a, I don't know, but like, that's crazy. It's like all those bands. I could have named one of those bands that would have been like crazy. You know, that's like a that's an impressive resume, man. Like that. Uh, that like these bands that like are stood the test of the time since the nineties. I mean, a couple. Of, well, I mean, some of them are. What's Bow Wow Wow? I remember that fucking band name, but I can't remember what their song or whatever. Like, uh, dude, they were from the eighties. They were I Want Candy, man. I thought they were older. Yeah, I was wondering. That's crazy. That's, that's yeah. Crazy. That one. That one to this day is still one of my like my prized possessions like and, and like me and the bass player are still great friends and his name's lee lee gorman he started that band and um like you know I, I to to know that's another one of those bands where i knew i want candy and i'm like 
well, that's a weird thing. And I was like, you know, my buddy Dylan Howard, who he's a great drummer as well. You know, he's played, he's played in some lover, love him or hate him bands too. He, uh, Dylan Howard played in Unwritten Law and then he played in the band Trapped. And uh, he, he's also been playing in like Save Ferris a bit. And, um, you know, like he, he's the one who was like, hey man, I can't do this Bow Wow Wow tour in, in the UK. And I'm like, what is this band? And so I go and check out their whole backstory. And I mean, dude, these guys are like post-punk legends. Like they're, they're the ones who really sparked a lot of like the, the you know, kind of like post-punk movement, like No Doubt and Red Hot Chili Peppers. And like those guys, like they will talk about Bow Wow Wow, like they are gods. And so when I, when I started playing with them, I was in Las Vegas and freaking Vinnie Paul of Pantera he goes and checks out the show, right? And, and like his publicist come back, comes backstage and she's like, um, hey, Vinnie Paul from Pantera's here and he would really like to meet the drummer of Bow Wow Wow. And I look at the singer and the bass player and I'm like, guys, like, is that okay? And they're like, yeah, Sean, go ahead, mate. Like, go do your thing. And so I'm like, oh my God. So I go and I walk out and there's Vinnie drinking Jack and Coke, like as usual, or no, he'd, he'd be crowning Coke. So... And, and, and I sit next to him and he's got a whole entourage and they're looking at me like, who the fuck is this kid? Like thinking that I want an autograph or something. And then he just goes, bro, you tear it up, dude. And I was like, shut up. Like the drummer of Pantera just told me that I tear it up. Like I, 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 like, I couldn't believe it. So like, I mean, dude, yeah, y you know, I don't know. I live day to day and like, I, I don't, you know, I don't wear that stuff on my sleeve. Like I'm not a, uh, I'm not an egotistical guy, but I mean, I've got stories for days, you know, about all this stuff. And I just, I, you know, I can't believe it. Uh, a lot of the times. That's, that's crazy, man. Be, like, yeah. You have to be humble to keep being successful. I think, I think that's the key in like any industry, man, honestly. But uh, so like, um, what's like the, I guess like the tip kind of cheesy question, but like what's, um, what's like the craziest story you have like with this experience so far? The craziest story. Oh man, that's, that's, I, I love that you just go straight for the craziest story. Um, oh my God. I, I guess it would like, I don't know. I like telling the one about how me and uh, the twins, uh, Jesse and Justin Bavona, they are, uh, they're now in the band, The Interrupters. Do you know The Interrupters? I know the name. I'm kind of like stupid right now. I'm kind of like so. Yeah. So, so, so they're like really blowing up um, under uh, Tim Timebomb's record label Hellcat. And like, um, and, and so they're like a, they're like a cool punk ska kind of band. And, but anyways, they were the rhythm section for Sugar Ray on my first big tour uh, in uh, the Summerland tour with like Sugar Ray and, and Gin Blossoms and, uh, yeah, who am I blanking on right now? Um, um, Marcy Playground and Lit. And that's when I was in Everclear. And so we were headlining and I made really good friends with Jesse and Justin and I still love the guys. And like, so we commandeered some golf carts and I was holding an entire bottle of wine. And this was on the, the, the grounds of the first Woodstock. Um, and it was after a show and it was pitch black and so all we could see were the like was right in front of us um, from like, you know, the, the golf cart uh, headlights. And they basically just let us rip around the 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 original Woodstock uh, fairgrounds. So like we were just like 
you know, doing donuts and almost <laughs> tipping over and like drinking and going like absolutely bananas. And then we like kind of screeched to a halt right back when like the security finally realized that we stole their golf carts. And then we just like, then we just got back onto our tour buses and left and none of us got in trouble. It was like totally insane. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. And that's a, that's a shit ton of bands on that bill too. That's crazy. Yeah, that's man. It, it, it's, it's, it's really unbelievable. Uh, I just love that I'm talking to a guy right now with a Hawaiian shirt and like, you look like you're in ZZ top and like, and your background is just killing me right now. Like, I'm really glad I'm having this conversation with you. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. The podcast is a great excuse to talk to like, like awesome people all the time, man. It's crazy. Like, and this is a real beach behind me. It's like, it's uh, digital, but it's real. Like, uh, as in, is it a loop or is it actually like real time <laughs> video? It's, it's a loop. <laughs> it keeps <going. laughs> I mean, I'm not sitting there staring at it, so I can't see when the loop starts back over. So, like, yeah, yeah. people listening on audio are gonna have no fucking clue what we're talking about. They're like, <laughs> they're like, what are they talking? About? <laughs> Only YouTube viewers are gonna know now. So, uh, yeah, that, that's that's fucking crazy though, man. Like, uh, and like you said, you played. Oh, uh, I got another story. I got another one. I got another one. Uh, if you don't mind, good. No, you want me I, to no, I definitely right, would so, enjoy it. So, another story was okay. This is this is uh, takes the cake for like. Um, it, it like pinch me if like, cause I don't know if I'm dreaming or not, because this would be a dream that I would have. So I, I you know, I did, um, that the musical by, by fat Mike, um, from no effects, he did the musical, uh, home street home. And that like got rave reviews and we did the entire show up in San Francisco. And, um, it like, you know, it, 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 the pit band was myself on drums and then Mark Orell from Dropkick Murphys on guitar, Chris Chaney from The Living End on the other guitar, and uh, Jeff Refredo from Tiger Army and uh, the Agrilites on bass. And then we had a music director named David O, who was playing piano and like was the MD for the whole thing. And so, so we're, we're basically a part of this entire musical and we got to be on stage for it and like... I mean, that was just that in and of itself was a trip. But here is where it got really nutty was that, you know, I don't know if you know a lot about Fat Mike or if you're into his scene, but that dude got into some crazy BDSM stuff and he got into some really crazy, uh, like, you know, dressing like a chick kind of thing. And uh, he liked to get dominated by his, uh, by his, I think, wife at the time or partner. I don't know what you'd call it, but uh, her name was Soma Snake Oil. And so, he would rent out these like uh, the, these spaces, and after the performances, we would go and we would get hammered, and we would basically watch him get dominated by his chick on stage. Like he would be in a green thong and a gas mask, and he was getting set on fire, and like his nipples pinched, and he was getting hit in the face, and like spanked on the ass. And we're sitting there drinking martinis, like with a full open bar and food. And we're just watching like BDSM shows. <laughs> that to me was absolutely insane. How do you straight face shit like that? And just like, it's <laughs> uh, like drinking or what? And like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Right. Like, like you're trying to look, uh, you know, kind of like, 
like observing it like oh yeah oh really interesting oh there he is yeah he's getting his nipples pinched right now oh they're putting ice on his balls oh that yeah okay uh-huh like I, I mean you're you're not really but like you also you don't have to be straight faced like because you're, you're just watching that happen and you're like okay you're looking around at everyone else going wow like this is just a, a whole other lifestyle like all right that's hilarious man that's crazy yeah that sounds like uh sounds like all you uh people in la are sadness uh, it, it, it really it, it does sound like that doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds like it man all uh, shape-shifting reptilians too right yeah i i wish like you know i i i was hoping like i'm still hoping for you know some giant alien takeover to like just slap everyone in the face and be like, oh, surprise, this is what's been happening the whole time. Like, woo. I would be, I would be so happy for, like, something else other than boring planet Earth. Like, you know, like, come on, dude, give it to me. Give me, give me werewolves. Give me, like, aliens. Give me, like, you know, something, like, super gnarly. Because, I mean, that's exactly why people are getting into BS, BDSM. It's because they're bored of, like, planet earth just like not being everything we want it to be you know no i think that's true i think yeah i think like um stories like that make life exciting like like it's like the theory of true rumor like like wise make life more exciting because like life's just like oh what'd you do today i'm like oh, oh i consumed food and i consumed things and i like saved the coupons to consume more things you know it's like yeah. that's, that's basically all i mean nobody's really doing shit you know it's like, like like it's just weird yeah that's all we do is consume 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 and then like we want more or then we're bored of consuming so then we like pretend like we're good people and like we meditate or something, you know, uh, or, or, or like we pretend we're philanthropists or, you know, like whatever we try to be good, but we're just, we're, uh, kind of a lost cause at this point, I think. That's hilarious. You know, if you, if you want to be honest about how I feel about it, I'm like, yeah, we're just like a lost cause. I don't know. I think the media makes it look like that, but I think like people are just like, just calmly existing, you know? The world, yeah. the world, the world looks crazy if you like listen to people that tell us that. But I don't know. So yeah, hasn't really affected me. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, this, this interview is going great, right? Like the best. Is this the best interview you've probably ever been on? Like, uh, I, I would say that, like, you know, ten, 10 out of ten. This is a good, like, eleven and a half. Like, you I was know. saying that too. This is like all. Um, if you're listening to the show for the first time, don't bother <laughs> listening to other episodes because this is the best episode so far. <laughs> <laughs> you're, dude, you're so funny. You're like, yeah, I was thinking that too. Right on. All right. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Like, so, um, are there, like, do you, can you just try out for these bands? Like, how, like, are, do they find out about you? Or like, what is the thing? Like, you, like, you just seem like you're like a talented. I've seen you play drums on like a lot of bands. Like you seem awesome. Is that, is that enough? Or is like, is it networking too? Or like, uh, so it's, I mean, honestly playing, you you gotta be a good player like don't don't fuck around like i i i say the uh, 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 quoted from the famous homsar on homestarrunner.com he says don't fake the funk on a nasty dunk like you know t like if, you, if you're gonna do this like don't rely on networking don't rely on like i don't know bumping elbows with fucking people like i've seen bad players and like you know they're lucky if they get a gig, but like, that's not going to keep getting you gigs. Like at yeah. this point, at this point, my, my resume speaks for itself, at least in the rock genre. Like I've got a lot that I still want to accomplish, like so much that I still want to accomplish, but 
you you can't you can't fake it and have it happen to you more than once um i think ah, that's and, a good point that's a good point and, and so like i mean dude like right before i got off the phone with you i i, I played gigs all weekend and right before I got, I, I got on this podcast with you, I just finished sweating in my garage because I don't have air conditioning in the garage, slowly practicing, like, like deathly slow, like, like to the point where my, my girlfriend, she's like, sounds like you're being patient in there. I'm like, yeah, like, you know, and she's a musician too, so she gets it. And she's like, sounds like you're being patient. I'm like, uh, you know, practicing is the way to go. I, I practice all the time. And like, uh, a good teacher once told me, you know, he said, he said, fall in love with the discipline uh, of, of your craft, because once you do that, then like you're already enjoying yourself through like what should be difficult shit or what should be, you know, kind of like what makes most people quit. That's a super honest answer. I could tell. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, I could, I could picture that and stuff like um, you were telling me on like, uh, like Instagram. So you have like, uh, um, like you had a crazy story about Smash Mom playing like, like during like the pandemic or something. I think I just remember yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean... I hey, guys. This episode is sponsored by Hemperbox. Hemperbox is a subscription-based, uh, I guess, marijuana accessory company. It's really cool, though. You are, So, I think the subscription is like 33 bucks a month, and you get at least 100 bucks worth of, like, awesome stuff, like like bongs and papers and filters and lighters and just a lot of cool stuff and accessories that you'll like and it changes every month so you should go look up hemper box and get a subscription man like, what, what better what better place to air this out than right here with you right now um, <laughs> no man so like you know uh yeah smash mouth did the sturgis gig during the pandemic and um i i I took, I accepted the gig because um, the other drummer for the gig, his name is Randy Cook, and he is like just one of my all-time favorite people on the whole planet. And he, he, you know, he's a bit older than me, but he's like one of the best drummers in the entire universe. And so he was just looking after his health, and he knew that this was going to be a risky gig, and that like you know through the pandemic, he wanted to stay home. And so he did. And so I accepted a few gigs from Smash Mouth during that time, one of them being Sturgis. And uh, this was awesome, at a time. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and, and like I, drumming is all I know and taking opportunities is all I know. And I don't have a backup plan and I don't have enough money in investments to like, you know, be coasting uh through the pandemic like it completely wiped me out you know wiped like it, it, wiped, it, it wiped out my savings it wiped out everything i had so like you know yes i'm gonna take a fucking gig and like so i i do it and you know like motherfuckers who aren't even there at the gig are on they're 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 doing their keyboard warrior thing like you know um these are people that i know and that like i've i've been friends with and that like i'm friends with their wives and, and like, you know, and the, and these people are like, Oh, smash mouth should be ashamed of themselves for doing this gig. They should, they should be ashamed. Like, you know, the, the, this is the reason that the pandemic is going to last longer than, than blah, blah, blah. Like, and, and, and meanwhile, they don't even know what like the gig was actually like, you know, like, like how the musicians were uh, treated and how like backstage was like, 
basically looked like the scene from E.T. where everybody's wearing like a big white, you know, like suit, like hazmat suits and like, you know, uh, uh, sanitizing everything. And like we had no contact with the crowd, like zero contact with the crowd whatsoever. Like 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 not, not even anywhere near anybody who wasn't wearing a mask. We were required to wear masks at all times. And like it was it was, you know, I mean, dude, the guy who runs Sturgis, like his entire reputation was on the line. And, you know, obviously, like, he can't speak for all the people that didn't wear masks out in the crowd at Sturgis, but, like, we had nothing to do with them, and the stage was, like, you know, light years away from these fucking knuckleheads. And so, like, you know, and I've got people trying to put me on blast and trying to put the musicians on blast, and they just, you know, didn't know enough about it, and, like, lo and behold, here we are, like, with restrictions lifted, and everything is fine. And like, it, it's, it's just, you know, like, I, I couldn't believe that, you know, the, these, these people were out there trying to shame me and my crew uh, for like trying to make an honest living through unprecedented times, you know? And, and, and like, I was just like, I think you guys can go fuck yourselves and I don't have to apologize for, for anything. And like, you know, I hope that they listen to this because like, yeah, it's just like it, it was. It was a total bummer to see like, you know, people doing that shit. Yeah, so that uh, sounds like super LA, you know, like just like it, it totally sounds LA. <laughs> yeah, You're absolutely right. Yeah, like like if you um uh, like I'm in the middle of the United States and like literally like you didn't even know like other than St. Louis you didn't really even notice like uh like there's a pandemic like they're like I I was eating like buffets and shit I didn't give a fuck like oh, fuck that shit you know it's like <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah like yeah. no my my dad's actually going to Sturgis this year like he, it's funny that that was at Sturgis like he was telling me that he's like riding he's, he rides like motorcycles and shit and like so he's going out there this summer yeah that's awesome it's crazy. Yeah, but I, I just, yeah, I don't understand how people, like, get emotional about, like, people trying to pay their bills and shit, too, you know, it's like a, it's like, yeah, a, it's, 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 like, it's like, hey, you know what, like, you do you, like, maybe it's because they wish they got the Smash Mouth gig, I don't fucking know, like, you want to yeah. be a background singer on a Smash Mouth gig, like, I'm sorry, you know, uh, and, and so, <laughs> they're like, you're not hiding yeah. under your coffee table like me, <laughs> like, you're not hiding under your kitchen table like me, like, I don't know, right, Everybody's, right, right. Being scared is like not like I don't know. It's just like everybody was so scared, man. It's hilarious. Like in major cities, like it just made me laugh. I don't know. It's like like just I don't know. It's not the, the the tragedy of it's not like funny, but like the aspect of like just thinking that like you could do things to stop things <laughs> from happening. I don't know. It's just like it's just weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 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 uh, if Smash Mouth didn't do that gig, and it's funny because Buck Cherry actually did the same gig. Um, <laughs> That's funny. But, but I wasn't with him at the time. Um, and, uh, you know, I, it's like, it's like if Smash Mouth didn't take that, then no other band would have, or what, like, you know, or what, or, or, yeah, or like, what, like, like Sturgis, Sturgis wouldn't happen. And, you know, like, like, dude, all these crazy inflated numbers, like I, I, I was on the, the more, um, you know, conservative side of like, yeah, okay, like I won't go out, I'll wear a mask, like, you know, I'll do, I'll do what the CDC guidelines say, like when I'm home, I'll, I'll do, I'll do everything that, that I got to do to make sure that I'm safe and to follow the rules. Cause like, I just don't want to be that asshole. Cause like, I don't know if you saw, but people that were out there, like, you know, with this whole like no mask agenda or, or like, you know, being like absolutely crazy on the other side of that, like th those people just looked like total animals. And you're just like, okay, relax, dude. Like, 
we're all trying to get through this and I'm pretty sure I'm going to listen to doctors like over you. Um, but at the same time, you know, yeah, I wasn't going to be like deathly afraid. I think um, both sides looked really stupid. Like honestly, and I just like live my life exactly the same way. I, I, I mean, I feel like one, one side's like Bill Gates is microchipping me. And the other side's like, I believe everything. I believe the entire agenda. My government wouldn't lie to me, you know, and both just seem yeah, retarded yeah, yeah. to me. It's like the answer is always yeah. somewhere in the middle. It's like, it's like there's circumstances. Maybe a mask would be like a hospital or something. And there's other circumstances where it wouldn't. It's just dumb. You know, it's like, it just depends on, I mean, everything's so fucking gray, dude. It's like, yeah, both, I mean, dude, when you're talking about a virus that like nobody knew about, uh, or still knows about, we know nothing about, this shit yeah or still knows about it's just like yeah, yeah exa exactly like i'm going to still follow the guys who are closest to it i'm gonna listen to scientists yeah. because they're the closest to it like you know but like but at the same time like i'm not going to live completely in fear and i'm not gonna act like um you know that like i i i I'm not allowed to make a living while you know like everything is tanking like go fuck yourself Right now, it's survival at that point, like feeding yourself and stuff, man. Like, and that's crazy. I mean, it's kind of funny that, like, 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 uh, like that was the that was the problem people had, you know. Like, it's like they're just like I feel like people were so scared and sitting at home and just taking their aggression on everybody, you know. And like, and like, I don't know, being mad doesn't necessarily make you a rule maker. I think Americans need to need to realize, but like, just being upset doesn't magically make okay. Well, now like, because you don't like, I mean, just imagine like me just being like, I disagree with stop signs. <laughs> Like, it's like I, says, I disagree with this stop sign it offends me as a as a whatever the fuck victim you know and, 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 then, and then so i can just go through every fucking stop sign you know it's like it's just so fucking dumb it's like if that's the rules we're playing i mean like we can take advantage of that too it's just not how society works <laughs> dude i love how you said i disagree with this stop sign as a whatever the fuck victim <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what it is though it's like it's like the big like the crybaby olympics man it's like whoever like is the saddest person in the room like makes rules based on their complaints like basically yeah, like yeah yeah it's like insane it's like insane yeah. like, i'm like we should i don't know we just i don't know it just doesn't make any sense to me like we're in a, i feel like i woke up in like a parallel dimension sometime like like a like couple of years months ago i know and i and i think we're um making our way back from that uh and i'm gonna say that uh bill cosby being released is kind of a a bit of a catalyst to being like okay be well, mad about this, not us. Yeah. 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 It, it's just kind of like, okay, are we are we gonna get back to like you know the good old nineties? Like, I don't know. I I kind of miss the nineties at this point. Um, you yeah. know. It makes me nostalgic <laughs> for any other year. <laughs> like basically, well, I, I think the, I think I don't know. It's just crazy. Uh, it's been a crazy time, man. Like I don't know. I, yeah. People, and people like we all went through the we all went through some like heavy trauma together with like this daily media, you know, just like be like, you're gonna die, everyone you know, dying, numbers, numbers, graphics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, <laughs> like I got uh what is it? Um, you know, I was I was driving on my way to uh a fourth of July gig and you know, we've got those um you know those like uh, uh light up billboards that are like from the uh caltrans i guess i don't know what your version of it would be but like you know just like signs that say like don't drink and drive yeah um for this holiday or like be be Dot here in missouri it's the same thing Mo Dot, like. yeah yeah okay so this one it, it said uh six thousand nine hundred and eighty seven people uh or six thousand nine hundred eighty seven deaths um in 2020 like don't don't drive drunk and I'm just like, man, like everybody is so in love with like statistics. And I mean, you know, listen, I, I love statistics, but I'm just like enough with like trying to scare the shit 
out of people. Like, oh, I'm actually pro drinking driving because it kills poor people. Oh my god! <laughs> actually, yeah, I'm for it. I don't know. That's my stance. You're for you're for drinking and driving. Yeah. <laughs> man, that's not, I, uh, set, that's not set enough, man. <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> That's just the craziest thing I've ever heard anyone say, I think. Yeah. I, I can make that joke because I'm poor. Like, it's, it's like, I can make that joke. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I, I... <laughs> That's funny. So, like, where, where do you see yourself going from here, man? Like, obviously, you've done a lot of shit. Like, you seem like you're still ambitious. Like, where do you, where do you kind of see yourself going, like, uh, like, as far as, like, career-wise? Like, where do you see, like, the next stamp or whatever? Yeah. So, um, really, to, to be super blunt about it um i uh i just want to find ways to make really good music um and i don't like i think i've learned my lesson as far as uh clinging to the industry to try to make a living from it um because that's what i did because like i mean that's what got me as many opportunities as i as i got but um, I want to be home with, like, my family more. And I want to be, like, you know, around for important events, like, for my parents and for my little brother and for, like, all kinds of things that I'm, like, I missed a lot being on tour. And I missed a lot by sacrificing the amount of time it took to, like, prepare songs and shed, which I'm still going to do. Um, and, like, I still want to travel uh with like big acts um i would love to be a big act myself in some in some way um but i just want to have more control over it and so like uh uh, you know i like i love my girlfriend and my soon-to-be stepkids you know and and, like i want to be i want to be here for that so it's going to be some amalgamation of like you know practicing my ass off and like writing music and uh you know being selective about the gigs i take i'll probably still play with smash mouth every now and then and like if i get offered something that i think is is cool enough i'll take it but uh i just really love to play music so i just want to find ways to do that i don't know that seemed like really honest man that was was awesome like i think a lot of people are like trying to be somebody else like that was just like your truth you know it's like i I believe that when you said that that's interesting yeah 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 i i don't i don't like um, I don't like people that are full of shit and I don't like, I, I, I've tried to like rid myself of all of that. <laughs> yeah, it's um, a waste of time for sure. It, it, it totally is. And I'm just like watching people like, you know, kind of do their little song and dance and, 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 but I can, I can tell who's genuine about it and who like is just really trying to believe their own song and dance. And like, <laughs> that's, that's super real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, like, I definitely you, do. You gotta believe it, and, and like you're just gonna go all out, and you're—I don't know. I mean, like that's every everybody's got their own path, you know. And like, I—I I don't know. I—I I felt like I was probably full of shit for a minute, um, you know. But at the same time, I was still just like trying to make people laugh genuinely. I, I because like I was—I was always kind of an asshole kid growing up, but that's because I was like too smart for my own good, you know. And so like it's it's just i i had no idea what the music industry was like i had no family in the music industry and so like i i probably was full of shit for a certain amount of time because i thought that's what you had to do 
I thought you had to be a douchebag uh, to to be in the music industry um, or to be in any entertainment industry, but like you actually kind of don't. Um, so it's the, it's, it's the weird opposite, man. So it's like uh, the people who are douchebags don't last. Like typically, nobody wants to hang out with them or work with them or anything like that. Like it's it's weird. Yeah, yeah, they're burning bridges left and right because they're yeah. fucking assholes. Yeah. <laughs> And that's yeah. and that's why it's presented to like 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 just basic like fans of like art too. It's like it's presented like that to us as kids. Like like all like, oh, the assholes are funny and shit. You know, I mean, I, I still laugh at shit like that. I still laugh at like, like but but it's like yeah, as a, if you do that all the time, like you're not gonna go anywhere. <laughs> right, right. But like you know, people that really believe in their own brand, they're gonna they're gonna take it to the grave, and it's just gonna be like wow, like that guy was just a consummate douchebag. You know, like that's that's pretty amazing actually. <laughs> i like when andy kaufman did that he like just dressed up as another character and fuck with everybody like he just like did like this like tony clifton character we just like trolled everybody man yeah i i love stuff like that like who would be who would be uh uh like a recent day andy kaufman like who's the closest to that i think jim carrey thinks he is but um <laughs> but uh, I, I, but yeah. I don't know like, he fell I think that so maybe maybe, maybe like joaquin phoenix yeah, with that whole like I'm not I'm not here movie or whatever the fuck he did like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like he got a he got a beard and like became a rapper or something, right? Yeah, I think he was trying to do that and like everybody laughed at him. He's like, yeah, it's a joke, guys. It's like no, for real, it's a joke. You're right. You know, I think I think like I felt like he was like trying to be serious with that though. I I know. I always feel like that guy is just really kind of always trying to be serious. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I I felt like his best character was like in Gladiator. I think. Oh wow, that like, was a good movie. It was a good movie, but like I, I looked at him and I'm like, man, I don't know. I really believe you. Like, are you this guy? Like, are you? <laughs> you Honestly, I, yeah, I can see that. Some sometimes when a guy like gets chosen for a character, you're like, mm. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, yeah, dude's done some legendary <laughs> shit. Like, I mean, like, ha having a talented brother would get you really far in this in, <laughs> in this industry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I know, I know. It, well, I mean, it's kind of true, though. Like, it's, I, it's just clearly, fun talking shit. I hope everybody's successful. It's just fun talking busted balls, man. I don't know. No, no, no. I mean, clearly he's talented, but that goes back to what we were talking about. You know, like, like what what gets you far in the industry is, you know, like, I mean, being being a genuine person makes you genuine friends. Having family in the industry definitely gets your foot in the door. You know, I, like, I wouldn't blame him anyway. I wouldn't blame anybody for that. You know, it's like, are you I, kidding? Yeah, if I if I had a talented brother, I'd be I'd be all over. I'd be like uh, Chris Farley's brother. You know, just like <laughs> he's like torn as a yeah. comedian because Chris Farley was so funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I do the same shit though. I'd be like, oh no, I'm with him. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with that. <laughs> I'm with that guy. But I but I can't I can't really think of like a modern day Andy Kaufman. Like, I can't like, either. Really, can't really. Either. And that Tom that's, Green that's maybe. Funny. Tom Green, yeah. Like 90s yeah, Tom but, Green. Yeah, yeah. But not not full Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman was so crazy. Like, like he, he was yeah. he was doing – he was just, like, like grabbing live events and making them his own. Like, and, like, he was just doing his own – he was grabbing live TV and just making his own thing, man. It was crazy. Yeah, like, Tom Green was like, does everybody like me yet? Like, he's like, please like me. I'm sucking Fair. on cow waters, dude. Like, please like Holy me. We're shit. Like shit. <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. <laughs> you know? Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Desperate, like for. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, but but I don't know. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of glad for this. Uh, like I'm not I'm not okay. Okay, let me let me let me rephrase. I'm not glad that a pandemic happened because, uh, <laughs> I mean, like I, I I everybody has been suffering tremendously. Like whether you whether you suffered a loss yourself, like in your family or whatever. 
but but at the same time like there is so much perspective to be gained from such such a tragic and like long-lived uh moment you know like i'm (laughs) well i saw i saw a shirt the other day that said like i'm sick of living in unprecedented times you know like (laughs) it's 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 like wow all this stuff is happening and yeah it's gonna look cool in history books but dude like this fucking sucks like it's it's not cool but at the same time like you know yeah we we gained so much perspective and it gave everyone a chance like you remember how um, I think it was like, I listened to a lot of NPR cause I'm crazy into national public radio. Um, but like they were talking about how they were expecting to see this big boom, uh, in, uh, jobs coming back. But like, you know, it's like the same guy who was working at Del Taco really didn't feel like showing up at Del Taco and really like, you know, took a second to re reestablish himself or herself, like, you know, and be like, maybe I should go back to school maybe I shouldn't be working at Del Taco anymore. Like even if my job opened back up, you know? Yeah. I really hate that these people woke up cause it's hard to get fast food fast, like 9 PM now. It's just like, Bro, I know it just happened to me last <laughs> night. Like yeah. I, I was, I was at Del Taco after a gig and like these people in front of me were screaming at the only two people that were working at Del Taco that night because everybody was waiting like 30 minutes to get their food. I tip those people. If there's only two people, I'll tip them like like five, ten bucks or something. I, I, yeah, I, I'm I nice. Those, those people are heroes. Those those people actually are. <laughs> like we say, everybody's a hero. But if you're if you're keeping a uh, t- like in my case, Taco Bell out here, Del Taco is a good. Del Taco is good out there, man. But like I like Taco Bell out here, man. Your Taco Bell sucks. California's Taco Bell sucks. So everybody's Del Taco for sure. <laughs> but it's it's actually good out here. It's actually good in the country. Like it's uh, like, like like these people actually try hard and make good food. But uh, in St. Louis, it sucked too. But no, I do the same thing. Like I'll go through. I think them. I'm like they're like oh we're out this and i'm like okay i'll take this and I'm like okay we have that i'm like right. and i think i'm like thank you so much for showing up to work today like seriously i think you yeah so i i I, love I, fast food. I really should have tipped them man i i feel bad and i want to do that next time because yeah they they really are the heroes like i mean dude it, because every everywhere like that is so understaffed you yeah. know like like it, it's it's crazy even in our town like i live in simi valley which is uh typically a pretty a pretty like conservative town i'd say um and and like uh, like everywhere you go it's like yeah you've got the dude who owns the the joint at the cash register and then like one person making food yeah no it's crazy and then and like you they have to follow these crazy protocols so i go in there and like like okay so we can't like talk to people we have to like not wear masks and like be so separate but then like we all touch the same machine I'm just like, what? Like, it's just like, it's just like the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like, if the rules made sense, I'd follow them. But they just don't make sense. Like, 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 like it's like, they just none of it. Like, even if it actually, I just, I'm a critical thinker. I think I don't know of everything. And I'm just like, yeah. I, I watch it happen. I'm just like, these people just had no idea what they're doing. I was like, I watch friends like just put hand sanitizer on like seven times a day and shit. I'm like, and their hand starts swelling. I'm like, you fucking retards. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like, it's like, and they're just like putting bleach on everything. Like, man, they're like poisoning themselves, man. It's like, fucking yeah, yeah, crazy. yeah. They're actually like dying from their attempts to, uh, <laughs> what, completely cleanse themselves of, of, uh, of an invisible virus. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. It's crazy, but I get it. I mean, fear shrinks the brain and like logic and all that stuff. It makes sense. It's just fucking crazy. I'm like, I'm scared of certain shit too. Just not bad, I guess. You know, it's like, yeah, know. I'm scared of like anything that would make me uh, not be able to play drums anymore. I, I think that's what scares me the most. Uh, like losing my arms or like, you know, uh, having like some crazy disease that like shuts down my my nervous system or something like that. That that. That scares me because all I want to do is like play music, you know. 
Yeah, that's crazy. That reminds me just like 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 Hunter S. Thompson's like suicide note was like talking about like I, I or, yeah, he like wrote like a poem. Like talking about how there's no more fun days and stuff, how he's like old and stuff, and then like just shot it. Like, it reminds you like show you that just like like you can't do what's fun anymore. Like what's what's it worth anymore? You know, it's like really like whatever you, you value is fun really, you know, it's like but right now it's fun. Like I don't know, my thirties are awesome. Like I don't know, it probably sucks later, but <laughs> like the nineties right. probably start to suck. I don't know. But like but outside of that, I don't know. Like I feel like it's a fun ride so far, man. I think like this I think and I think you brought up a good point talking about how people like just kind of thought about their life and during this time, and, like I think we're gonna see like a renaissance almost. Like I'm kind of, I'm kind of like optimistic for the future, and like I think that like we're, we're gonna see like all this art come out that like 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 for people that are working sixty hours a week couldn't create, you know, and like all this yeah. like crazy shit, you know, just like people really like they found themselves again, you know. Yeah, I mean it's you know like everybody can only beat themselves into the ground for so long, you know, before something's got to give, like you know whether whether it be through a pandemic or through like some kind of revolution, you know, it's just like. Yeah, this ain't this ain't gonna happen if 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 inflation is keep you know keeps going this way, but you're still paying me the same, and I still gotta put up with your bullshit. Like, um, you know, we're just gonna die. Like, <laughs> so, you know, it's it's time it's time for for something new. But uh, at this point, I'm gonna go have a, a wonderful picnic with my lady. Well, um, cool. Throw out any yeah. Throw out any links or anything. Your new promo you want first or anything. Um. Um, I think my only real promo is um, probably just my Instagram, which is Sean R. Winchester. Um, yeah, you know, that's where you Instagram. keep up with what I'm doing. Right now, follow me on Instagram if you're hey, listening to this. Thank now. you for watching or listening to this episode. And without great sponsors like DIY Gift Kits, this show, it couldn't exist. So go to DIYGiftKits.com and get an elderberry syrup kit and show your support for the show and innovative new companies. And get some delicious elderberry syrup. <laughs>